Welcome to Lessons from a Podcaster, a show where we interview podcasters from all around the world and ask them to share their tips, insights, stories, and everything you need to know to grow your own podcast. This show is brought to you by PodSqueeze, the essential tool for any podcaster that wants to take their show to the next level. Let's get started with our host, Tiago. Hello, Julie. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's definitely, uh, or the pleasure is all are all mine. And uh, yeah, to get things started, I want to ask you to introduce your podcast in, let's do like a 30 seconds. You have 30 seconds on the okay. clock. Someone asks you, it's always tough, <laughs> tough to do this, but let's try it. You got it. Well, my uh, again, my name is Julie, and my podcast is the Casa de Confidence podcast. And this is a place where you can come and find insightful conversations to help you go confidently in the direction of your dreams, whether you're an entrepreneur or a woman or a cool dude who is looking to create the habits and the resources, needs resources to live their best life and find their dreams. This is where you will find those tools and conversations. Amazing. So a podcast that is more targeted for entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and especially women entrepreneurs. Yes. Uh, where, where did the idea come from to start uh, such a project? You know, such a good question. I always said I wanted to start a podcast, but I never really knew about what or when or how. And at the beginning of the pandemic, I launched my business. I was laid off. And the podcast came about because... In April of 2020, which we were still in lockdown, I was going to have a very big birthday. And I had been planning a very big birthday party for myself. And my husband knew that we were still going to be in lockdown. And he knew that, oh my gosh, this extroverted person is not going to have her big party. So he decided to distract me by getting the podcast equipment so that I had something to focus on. So we launched the podcast in April of 2020. And the idea was really to normalize for others that confidence is not a trait necessarily that we have. It's the action, is the byproduct of the action and the habits that we have in our lives. Many people look at other individuals in social media and around us and we think, oh my gosh, this person has it all together. I wish I was like them or this person has it easy or look how great they are. But they don't really see some of the things that has happened in the background. They don't understand that, you know, success or achieving our dreams and living this wonderful life really comes from staying consistent, working uh, through the failures, right, and in, in, in the challenges and keep trying and keep moving ahead. So I wanted to create a podcast where we share those stories where people can normalize for others that if you see someone doing some great work is not because they have it all together, they're still imperfect, but they still are able to achieve the things by giving themselves the chance to step out and do the work, even if it's imperfect. Yeah, definitely. I think these days, especially, it seems that everyone is succeeding but us, right? And that <laughs> yes. is definitely not the reality. So in your podcast, you mostly do interviews, that's correct? Yes, mostly interviews. And we started off doing only female in, in interviews. Okay. And then I thought, wait a minute, 
there are some really cool dudes out there who are doing some really great work. I need to bring them onto the show. So every once in a while, we have a very cool dude. And then my husband is actually my co-host, not for the interview part, but at the beginning of the podcast, he okay. and I have a little conversation, a chat, and we discuss a little bit of the topic that the guest and I discuss. Um, so you are going to see a little bit of that back uh Back of the house, uh, what happens in, oh, in our home, right? When we're having really spirited fun. conversations. It's always really fun, you know, and uh, that's the beauty of podcasting, right? It really, mm -hmm. we really create a connection with our listeners. And yeah. to be honest, uh, I have a podcasting, a podcast around entrepreneurship myself, and <laughs> it's, there's too many dudes, to be honest. So I think it's really good <laughs> that you uh, give uh, this or put the spotlight into women as well. How do you find your guests? Like, tell me about the process of finding your guests. You know, my uh, process is very simple. I talk to a lot of people. I love um, speaking and networking and being in different rooms. I volunteer a lot. And every time that I hear the story of somebody or meet someone that has a compelling uh, journey, I interview a lot of authors as well and individuals that are doing some phenomenal stuff. They're thought leaders in their industry. I, I look for them in, in different places. Now, of course, I do belong to a couple groups for podcasters on Facebook, and I also um, have LinkedIn connections that, you know, will reach out and say, Hey, I, I think this might be a great person. So I, anywhere people come from the most interesting of places. Mm. I actually interviewed someone who I met at a, at, at a little event here in my, in my area. She is a Pro, she creates t-shirts for women with empowering messages. And I met her and I bought a t-shirt from her and I loved her story. And I said, Hey, do you want to be on my show? And she was. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's great advice. Uh, sometimes people are just afraid to ask. And absolutely. Is there any tip on how to approach a potential guest? Like how, what kind of message should the message be long, short, should it be personal? What is your tip for that? So one of the things that I typically ask people and, and, and that I typically also, you know, share with my clients that have podcasts as well is really be clear on what your message is and who your ideal listener is. Because if you don't know who your message is for, it's going to be very difficult to find the person to be on your show. It's so that advice. would be number one. Number two is I typically invite people first to a coffee chat with me. So I typically oh. will say, or I'll send a message to someone and say, Hey, I would love to talk to you about maybe being on my podcast. Can we explore that possibility? Would you be open to having a coffee chat with me? And I invite them to maybe a 15 minute on zoom and we chat for 15, 20 minutes and get to know each other. And if they're the right fit, then I invite them into the show. Okay. And how do you know if uh, if they are the right fit? Like, how do you conduct that interview? That, uh, yeah, during that initial conversation is I typically ask them a little bit about themselves. What do they do? What has been their journey? Why do they feel passionate? What is their purpose also? Because I, I love to have very purposeful, driven individuals, right, mm -hmm. that have that desire in their heart to live out this purpose and make an impact in the lives of others. So mm -hmm. I, it's just a, a very, um, I would say, organic conversation. And then what happens is when I invite them into the podcast, it continues to yeah, be an organic, organic. conversation. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so it's kind of like two old friends getting together. So yeah. I've always already had a meeting with them. Yeah, you already kind of uh, broke the ice before, <laughs> so it's much easier to to start. Do you write down your questions beforehand, or do you just I don't. you know? No, <laughs> I don't write my questions. I um, I have to tell you that I love getting to know people, and. I, I, I'm not, I, I, at the very beginning, people would say, well, what are the questions you're going to ask me? And I wrote questions, but a lot of times I didn't stick to them because, um, you know, no two individuals are the same, right? right. So to ask, I, I, there's might be areas in which we're talking about a very sensitive topic. So asking a very superficial question like, oh, what books have you read? When yeah. someone has a really compelling story of maybe trauma or challenges that they've overcome, it doesn't necessarily fit. So I really, I ask the, my guests, you know, to tell us a little bit about what their journey has been, what their hero's journey is like. Mm-hmm. Where do they come from? And because I've gotten to know them, I also ask the guests to give me um, all of their resources, right? If they have a website, if they have social media, a bio, I ask them to give me that in advance. I will look okay. at their stuff mm. so that I get to know the individual also in addition to that conversation. Right. So as I'm reading their website, if they have a book or if they have a podcast also, that may trigger like, oh, they said this. Let me ask them about that. Mm. And that's typically how the conversation goes. So you'll do kind of a research before but and very then you just minimal your i would say maybe mm-hmm. five minutes <laughs> okay not a lot because i really want the conversation to be organic yeah. so for instance as you and i are speaking if you were telling me about what made you start uh pod uh, pod squeeze i would say oh so where were you when you started the idea and you would tell me where you were and how it yeah. started and your journey. And then something you say typically will be something that I, I'm like, Oh wait, tell me more about that. And that's yeah. how the process is for me. I totally understand that because I am the same with, uh, with my own interviews. Yeah. Um, do you, it's do you a have great any, way to get to know people. Definitely. Do you have any like interview? What was your hardest interview so far? Either because it was a really delicate topic, uh, or you didn't feel ready. I would love to like really get like a personal mm-hmm. experience there. Like, do you, what, what would be the, the hardest or maybe the most memorable interview? You know, I have a lot of really memorable interviews. I have some incredible people that have really shared some beautiful things in, in their life, the lessons that they've learned. But I would say the hardest interview for me are the individuals that have a difficult time opening up. And, 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 you know, this is not, not necessarily a bad thing and it's no um, reflection on them being good or bad. But for instance, if I, if I said, well, tell me a little bit more about your book and they'll say, well, it's a book uh, on leadership and they leave it there. (laughs) <laughs> you so have a specific become, example? Yeah. So those become very, very difficult. I don't think I have a specific example. I, I, you know, I've done over 200 different interviews. I also have a radio show. So I've done oh. a lot of interviews for the radio show as well. And that is one of the things that I've interviewed over 150 people for the radio show. So again, um, stories are from all over the place. Yeah. One of the stories that I will say is I, I spoke to a friend of mine, and this is one of my first interviews that I did. She is a mom of 
seven kids and she was diagnosed with a very rare disease that was Mm. causing her to go blind. And at the time, not only were her kids very young, but as she started to go blind, she started to paint. And actually right in front of me, I have one of her beautiful paintings and she has become an acclaimed artist, even though despite the difficulty of not being able to see in creating this brand new life. And, you know, she embodies going confidently, right? Because anybody who is faced with such an incredible challenge would typically give up or step away or or kind of feel sorry for themselves. But she found a way to still live her life to the fullest and really be able to create beautiful art that then delights the uh, the holder of her art. So those are the things that I love about the interviews wow. that I've had. That's incredible. That's definitely a good story. Very memorable. <laughs> Thank you. And we as podcasters, you know, get the chance to share those stories. So that's that's really an amazing job. Tell me about your process from from going to idea to publish. Okay. So typically what I do, and this is one of the things that I would recommend to any podcaster, is you want to go ahead and make sure that you're batching your content. Super important. One of the reasons that a lot of podcasters fade and stop producing a show is because they fall behind. They don't have interviews. So I will typically do three to four interviews per week. And then I have a lot of content in the can. Once I have the interview, typically what I do is at the beginning, prior to the guests coming on board, I have a spreadsheet, which they fill out. They fill out all this information in advance. It's a form that, and that collects all their bio, their headshot, their social media, a little bit about, you know, I ask questions like what has been, what are you working on? Do you have something coming up? Is there something that you want to make sure that I talk about on the show? So I do have that spreadsheet in the very beginning. I typically open that spreadsheet as we are speaking. So I make sure that I can read their, their information or share their book or their website. And then once the podcast is recorded, I actually add it to my release calendar. One of the things that I do, and I started doing in the last couple of years, I did not do this in my first year, is I create themes by the month. All of these themes have to do specifically with maybe things that are going on in my business, right? Right now, it's the beginning of the year. Many individuals are setting goals, creating a word for the year, writing intentions. So a lot of the stuff in 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 the Um, episodes that I am releasing have to do with goal setting, habit creation. And these are the things that I recorded two months ago. Right now I'm starting to record episodes on incredible women with incredible compelling stories because in March here in the States is Women's History Month, and also we have International Women's Day. So I want to celebrate women okay. on on that area of time. So you already and, have everything scheduled, and you yeah, know that you're interviewing now for, for March. Yeah. So now when I when when I record, I add the person to the release calendar. So I have an idea of the date oh, that the episode okay. will release. Mm. Once we get ready to publish, a uh, really fun, fun thing. My husband does the magic of producing, editing, and doing all the audio content. Um, 
And then I take the episode, the audio, the raw file, and I, I use this wonderful little tool that I've discovered called Pod Squeeze, and they help me create my show notes, also create some of my social, and we start to put that together. And once we publish uh, using some of the tools, and again, leveraging some of the stuff that, that this wonderful entity has created, I then send my guest some collateral. I said, hey, here is a collateral to promote the podcast. Here are some quotes. Um, this is when it's coming out. Please make sure that you share it. And I send an email to my um, to my guests, reminding them to share the podcast, mm. because if they share it, that will help them be able to get their word out there. I also ask my guests to go in and leave me a review as well okay. for the podcast as well. So that helps me um, build, build the people that are listening. What is the best way to ask? Because every time I do that for my guests, I always feel bad. I feel like oh, I'm kind of being spammy, asking for something. No. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, it, it, it's not, they're not doing something necessarily for us. Sure. It's, it's for the podcast, but they are being featured on the podcast. So if they had a good experience, and I'll say that if you, and, and I put it on an email, thank you so much for being here. And by the way, when someone records with me and the interview is finished, they automatically get an email from me saying, okay. thank you so much for being a part of the show. I really appreciate your time. If you know someone that would be a great guest, I would love an introduction. So this way people make introductions as well. But then I remind them, I said, you know, I know that we talked about maybe you have a book coming out in order for the show to really be able to outreach to more people. I would love it for you to share it, to leave us a review, mm, because that helps smart. other platforms kind of uh, promote the podcast too. That is really smart. That is really smart. You you try to align their goals with yours. Yeah, right? absolutely. It's a win-win mm. for everyone. Yeah. So, Julie, we are getting towards the end of our conversation. Uh, and I want to ask you if, you know, there's someone starting out, let's say uh, a woman, um, entrepreneur, and she wants to start her own podcast. What would be your your only advice? If advice, so you can only give yeah. one advice to her. What would that be? So here, here is the biggest advice, and this will apply not only to starting a podcast, but anything that you want to do for yourself, for your life, for your business is be willing to be imperfect. Be willing to also fail because failure is not a bad thing. Failure is an opportunity for us to learn, to get totally. better. And a lot of times people have a dream. Hey, by the way, that was me, right? I wanted to start a podcast for many years and I didn't know the tech. I didn't know how to do it. And I got overwhelmed and I wanted to be perfect and it wasn't going to be right. So do what you do best. Think about what your show will be about. Remember who is the listener that you want to reach and then start imperfectly. If you want to be a little more perfect, then maybe you do the stuff that comes easy to you and ask a friend to help you if they're tech savvy, right? I asked my husband who was tech savvy to do the editing, the sound editing. And by the way, now, you know, he, he does that. He loves it. It's very easy for him. So it allows me to produce and do the stuff that I 
I love to do, and which is speaking to people, getting to know individuals. And yeah. he does the stuff that would make it hard for me to put an episode out there. A lot of people say, well, I can't afford it. I can't do it. But there are so many different resources out there that you can oh, leverage definitely. that will help you. Definitely. Uh, my co-founder and I just started this this podcast, Lessons from a Podcaster, in 24 hours. And we use so many amazing tools. So yeah, I totally agree. so and, good. And your advice reminds me of an advice that was given by my Taekwondo instructor, which was mm. uh, a black belt is a white belt that never gave up. So, oh, you know, I love that. Can I use that? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you credit, but I love that. We that's need to a give credit to the thing. to the Taekwondo instructor, but definitely, mm. and I think that's something that I think a lot, and it's true. Uh, we mm. will, even the experts once started as noobs. So, yeah. Julie, thank you so much. Where can we find you, your podcast, your socials? Tell us everything. Absolutely. So, my podcast again is. Casa de Confidence. You can find it in all of the podcasting platforms and YouTube. You can also find me. My name is Julie DeLuca Collins, and you can find me on all of the platforms. If you want to go to my website, which you can find the podcast on the website as well, is goconfidentlycoaching.com. I will link everything in the show notes of these episodes. Thank you very much, Julie. It was a pleasure. A pleasure is mine. Thank you so much for having me. This podcast is brought to you by PodSqueeze, an essential tool for podcasters that creates show notes, timestamps, clips, and more. Visit PodSqueeze.com and use the code PODCASTER for 20% discount in the first three months. We release a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday. See you in the next episode of Lessons from a Podcaster.